Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Uh, This is a need because as Robert Kiyosaki says, the biggest problem in America financially is that money is taught at home instead of in the schools, which means everybody's getting a different education. And the big problem is that the poor and the middle class are passing on poor and middle class ideas, keeping them poor and middle class, while the rich are passing along rich ideas that make people rich, and they get richer, you know, hence the phrase, uh, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Uh, but it's not that the rich are trying to hold the poor down, it has nothing to do with that, um, It's just that the poor and the middle class are, again, teaching poor and middle class beliefs about money. And what we do at Total Wealth Academy is we study what the wealthy are doing with their money. We study what the wealthy are teaching their kids. And we teach it to our kids after we learn it, of course. You know, the first step is to learn it yourself. A lot of people are will say things like man I want my kids to do better than me that's a big challenge getting your kids to do better than you is a huge challenge why because if you don't do it leadership is by example if you don't get out there and succeed financially it's very hard to show your kids how to succeed financially In fact, I will suggest it's next to impossible. If you live paycheck to paycheck, you're teaching your kids to live paycheck to paycheck. Don't ever forget this phrase, who you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you say. Now that really applies to kids, doesn't it? They don't hear what you say. They see what you do. So just like in an airplane, when the cabin pressure drops and those masks drop, Whose mask do you put on first? Your kids or yours? You put yours on first. It's the same thing with building wealth. You've got to do it first. Then pass those ideas on to your kids. Leadership, again, is by example. What I'm going to do today is we, we talked last one day last week about taking massive action. And I had, I believe, six steps. I'm going to add a seventh step and go through this again. And the reason is, this weekend I taught my Saturday class to probably uh, the highest quality group I've ever spoken with. Uh, I think there were 38 families there, 40 families there, and probably 10 or 15 of them, somewhere between 10 and 15 of them, already had 15 to 20 rent houses. Uh, Some of them were already passive investing. It was really an impressive crowd. 
But when it came down to why people don't write their goals, why people don't take massive action, it dawned on me that while everybody is out there, if you do the research, go out there and Google, why don't people write down their goals? What are the top reasons people don't write down their goals? What are the top reasons that people don't take action? This one's going to come up quite often. Fear of failure. In fact, many of them will describe the fear of failure as the number one reason that people won't write down their goals and won't take action. I after this weekend think it's something different I think it's belief they just people just don't believe they can achieve it now I know that's very close to fear of failure and they may be so close that you shouldn't differentiate them the problem is for me Fear of failure is hard to analyze and come up with a game plan to defeat it. But controlling your belief system, there is a specific way to do it. So I prefer, instead of fear of failure, the reason you won't write down your goals, the reason you won't take action, is because you just don't believe you can do it. You may not believe it's real. You may not believe me. You may not believe in real estate. But let's go back to birth. When you were born, did you believe you couldn't build wealth with real estate? No. No, Not in a million years. So does it make sense when I say that you had to have learned that somewhere? In other words, it's not instinctual, I'm a failure. You don't come out of your the womb and go, I'm a failure, I can't achieve. The opposite is true. Children are very confident. They're geniuses. I don't know if you've read this or not, but you know that almost every child thinks at a genius level? Almost every one of them. We as adults, dumb them down. We tell them they can't do things. They tell We tell them that certain things can't be done. We tell them they're not good at this. I know people who will, t- their kid will trip, and they'll say this in front of the kid. <laughs> Man, my kid is so clumsy. Oh, my God. Are you really that dumb that you would say something like that in front of your child? My kid's not a good speller. My kid's not good at math. My kid's not good at science. My kid's not good at writing. And I hear parents say that right in front of the kids. I'm sorry if this offends you, but you're dumb as a rock if you do that. So the person they respect the most just told them they can't do something? What do you think that does to them? They believe it. 
even though statistics show you were wrong. Kid's not clumsy. Kid's not bad at math. Kid's not bad at science. You told them they were. When my son was uh, wanting to go into the band, an instructor, and God bless him, but an instructor said, well, Trevor, you just don't have the jowls for the saxophone. Right in front of me. I remained calm, even though inside I was losing my mind. And I turned Trevor around to me. And I said, Trevor, what he means is you will have to work twice as hard as someone with jowls to be able to play the saxophone. Do you truly want to play the saxophone? And are you willing to do the work? He said yes, and he became an excellent saxophone player. All right, we'll talk more about this when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking first here. We're talking about taking massive action, which requires writing down your goals. And I'm talking about the main reason that people don't write down their goals. And of course, if you don't, you're never going to take massive action. And the fear of failure being the number one reason on the internet for why that occurs and I'm suggesting it's that I can't figure out a strategy to overcome fear of failure other than believing in yourself. Well, why don't we just work on beliefs? It's a belief that keeps you from writing down your goals, a belief that you can't do it, that you're not good enough, you're not qualified, you're the wrong age, race, sex, educational background. All these beliefs. And we're talking about how when you're born, you don't have these negative beliefs. You think you can do anything. The article I was reading said that most children, and we're talking about almost all of them, have thinking patterns that are genius, but we dumb them down. And I gave you some examples of people that I've witnessed do it, telling your kid they're clumsy, telling your kid they're not good at math, telling your kid they're not good at science, telling, and then the worst of all, ever calling yourself your child stupid. Man, that is epic fail. Just give yourself an F right there. (laughs) You failed as a parent if you ever said that to your child. 
You're looked up to. You're the big who, the hero, until you destroy that, which sadly, I believe most parents do. So how did you get the belief? Let's take this simple one. You're listening to a real estate investor radio show. I'm telling you over and over again, build a second stream of income with real estate. Many of you are going, golly, that makes sense. Want to do it. But you've listened to me for two years and you haven't done jack. Why aren't you taking massive action towards that goal? I guarantee it comes down to a core group of beliefs that tell you you can't do it or telling yourself real estate doesn't work, telling yourself it's risky, all these garbage beliefs that are false. But it doesn't matter if they're false. If you believe it, it will act upon you as if it's real. You know, I tell this story constantly. This lady calls into the radio show. I'm bragging about my students, myself, other people owning 100 houses. And she calls up and she says, look, how are you guys buying 100 houses? About a year ago, my bank, when I bought my fourth rental property, my bank told me I couldn't have more than four rental properties. So make a note. For a year, she stopped looking for rental properties. I said, ma'am, that's that bank's rule. Go across the street to another bank, they'll give you four. Go across the street to another bank, they'll give you four. And you'll eventually run into a bank that has no limit. Because there really is no limit to the amount of real estate you can own. No limit to the number of mortgages. There's a guy out there apparently that has 800 single family mortgages. So, but the point is this. Do you see her belief? I can't have more than four rent houses. And how that belief debilitated her for an entire year till she heard my show. See, beliefs do not have to be true to hurt you. You just have to believe them. So, some of you say real estate is risky. Okay? It's so risky that it accounts for 70% of the millionaires in the United States. It's so risky that we make money in both the up and down markets. 2008, 2007, crash comes. If my cash flow was $80,000 a month before the crash and all my properties went down in value by 30%, millions of dollars, what was my cash flow? $80,000 a month. Yeah, it's risky, all right. Oh, wait a minute. It's not as risky as the stock market. It's not as risky as gold or silver. It's not as risky as Bitcoin. It's not as risky as anything else. If you know what you're doing, real estate is the lowest risk investment on the planet. It is forgiving I've seen people make million-dollar mistakes on apartment complexes and come out on the other side rich. You may say, I can't do it. I'm not smart enough. 
who told you that? Or did you just make it up to keep yourself from having to take action? I'm begging you, don't do that. Don't make stuff up as excuses for not taking action. The Wolf of Wall Street said it so well. He said the only thing standing between you and your goals are the BS stories that you tell yourself as to why you can't achieve it. Think about that deeply. The BS stories you tell yourself for why you can't achieve it. See, beliefs come mostly from other people, and that's a sad case. The way you determine if your beliefs about real estate came from you or someone else is you simply ask this question. Have you ever owned 30 houses? No. Have you ever owned a 400-unit apartment complex? No. Why do you believe you can't? It's not your past experience. It had to have been what? Someone else's past experience. Someone had to have told you that you couldn't do it. Or you made it up. I'm not going to deal much with that other than to just refer you back to the Wolf of Wall Street point. No. If you believe you can't do it, somebody told you you couldn't do it. Here's my argument. Why are you listening to failures? Why? Because would a successful real estate investor tell you you couldn't do it? No. A successful real estate investor would go, man, I did it, you can do it. I'm telling you, I have yet to meet one successful real estate investor that doesn't say that. But how about somebody that failed at real estate? Do they want you to go out and succeed at real estate? No, because it makes them look like an idiot. And their ego doesn't like that. So they will tell you horror stories. It was tenants. It was toilets. It was taxes. It was insurance. It was the marketplace. It was the economy. That's why I failed at real estate. When here's what they should really say. Huh. I didn't know what I was doing. I was arrogant and went and bought a bunch of real estate without taking a course on real estate investing. I thought I could get all the information off of YouTube and bigger pockets and blah, blah, blah for free. So, yeah, I pretty much ran those properties into the ground. But do people do that? Do people take responsibility when they screw up? No, they want to blame everybody. You know, I'm 57. I'm yet to hear a person walk up and go, man, that cop got me. Phew, I was speeding like a lunatic, driving like crazy. Oh, he got me good. No, what do people say when they get a ticket? It wasn't my fault. This other car was pressuring me. I had to speed up to pass this truck. 
It's all BS. You were speeding. That's why you got a ticket. And nobody believes you, by the way. <laughs> Whenever you say it wasn't your fault, everybody's going, uh huh. Yeah. That's what police officers do. They just follow people around and pull them over for no reason. Not sure they do that. Um, oh, we got to get a break. When we come back, we'll get into these seven steps after we finish up our conversation about getting control of your beliefs. Because with if you don't believe you can do this, you're never going to write it down and you're never going to take action. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show where we're finishing up the discussion on step number one, which is to believe you can do it. You must believe in yourself and you must believe in your goals to ever achieve them. You will not take action on something you don't believe you can achieve. And what I'm trying to get across is any belief that you have that tells you you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not good with math, you're not good with this. You learn that from somebody. Some idiot told you that. And they were just that, unqualified idiots. No, you were born a genius. You were dumbed down over time. It's time for you to grasp that genius. Pull it back. You are brilliant hardworking, caring. They, they were wrong. That's all I'm telling you. All those people that gave you those ideas, you're not good enough, you can't do it, or real estate doesn't work, they are wrong. And you have to ignore them. Bottom line is, you get most of your beliefs from a thing called referral past experience, somebody else's past experience, and most people are unqualified to tell you this stuff. You know, the next person that tells you, you know, I'm sorry I had to beat up your friends, but you go to your friends and you go, yeah, I'm thinking about investing in real estate. They're going to tell you, no, it's the wrong time. No, the interest rates are high. No, prices are dropping. No, this, that, and the other. Just simply ask them, these this series of questions. Really? Well, well, well. How many rental homes do you own? None. Have you ever owned any rental property? None. Have you ever owned an apartment complex? None. Strip shopping center? None. You get my point. First off, stop talking to your broke friends about money, and then second recognize that they're unqualified to advise you. This is brutal. Your parents were unqualified to advise you. 
Isn't it true that most of your parents retired broke? And you say, well, my high school teachers advised me, my college professors provided me. Were your high school teachers or college professors multimillionaire entrepreneurs? Is it not possible they were wrong? That they were unqualified to give you advice? They were. And then, I know I make fun of this all the time, but then some of you got desperate. You hired a financial planner because they have a title. You love titles. The poor and middle class love titles. You hired a financial planner that makes a hundred grand a year. That's the average. And you said, I know you're not rich. I know you're not retired, but would you teach me how to get rich and retire? I know you can't do it for yourself, for yourself, but teach me how to do it. Ludicrous. Flipping ludicrous. So, recognize this. Any belief that you have that says you can't do this, says real estate doesn't work, whatever it is, it came from someone unqualified to tell you. Once you recognize that, you can then begin to form new beliefs. Positive, effective, real beliefs that can take you where you want to go. Remember, the only way to achieve the impossible is to believe it is possible. Charles Kingsley. The next one, quick quip, I don't want to leave this out. It's just too important to me. Ford said it this way, whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. Whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. Why don't you just go ahead and believe you can? Because you'll be right. The second one is stop shooting on yourself. <laughs> this is a Tony Robbins quip. I love that guy. Um, what you have to do is stop going, I should do this. I should build a second stream of income. I should lose that 50 pounds. I should tell my wife I love her more. I should tell my kids how important they are to me. Stop shooting on yourself and just do it. What Tony Robbins talks about is you've got to turn your shoulds into musts. Practice with me. I should build a second stream of income. How intense does that feel? It's kind of moderate, almost mealy-mouthed, isn't it? Yeah, I should do it. Repeat after me. I must build a second stream of income. Totally different. The power of words. People discount the value of how you communicate yourself to yourself, but how you communicate to yourself is of paramount importance. Stop shooting on yourself. Turn your shoulds into a must if you want to succeed. Third step, you got to cultivate a burning desire. See, you have a desire for a second stream of income, but think of it like a little piece of kindling and you're trying to start a fire, but the wind blows it out, you light it again, 
wind blows it out, starts to sprinkle, the wind blows it out. What is the wind? Your boss, the bills, perhaps a negative spouse. What's the rain? Your boss, <laughs> negative coworkers, negative friends, negative spouse. All these things are working on you to put out your desire. You have to cultivate it. You have to get down on your knees and blow on that little flame, giving it oxygen so that it continues to burn and get it bigger and bigger and bigger. And the way you do that is by constantly reading, listening to shows like this, listening to audios, watching YouTube videos of Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, whoever. Um, just keep cultivating that desire. Keep feeding that flame. And understand your desire is your purpose in life. It's your why. Why do you want a second stream of income? Is it to spend more time with your kids? Is it to spend more time with your spouse? Is it to have time to exercise and take care of yourself? Is it to have more time for your charity? What is it? You don't want the money, I promise you that. You'll be very surprised. When you have a lot of money, um, it's not the money. It's what you can do with the money. What do you want to do with that money? Cultivate that burning desire. The fourth step of the seven steps, you got to get leverage on yourself. You've got to understand your why completely and make that burning desire real for yourself. If you don't understand leverage, let's say you come home one day and you're, you smoke and you proceed to pull a cigarette out and you flick that lighter and about the time you flick that lighter your wife pulls out a nine millimeter and puts it to your head and says you light that cigarette I'm gonna blow your head off you gonna light that cigarette no she's got a thing called leverage on you Now that's a brutal example but what if your little granddaughter walked in crying while you were smoking and your granddaughter said, I don't want you to die, granddaddy. That's leverage. Makes you want to quit, doesn't it? In fact, for most people, hurting their granddaughter is enough leverage to get them to stop smoking. When it comes to your other goals, my favorite form of leverage is really setting up a system in your head of fears. I believe, and I think a lot of people will agree with this, we generally will do three times as much to avoid pain as we will to gain pleasure. So if all you do is put together a list of the good things you'll get by achieving a second stream of income, that's motivating. But listing all the bad things that are going to happen to you if you don't build a second stream of income is even more powerful. Now be careful. Don't use fear and pain too much. You know, I say this because it sticks with people. 
it leads to the dark side. And the dark side is blaming, giving up. Um, It's a dark path. So use it under control. But write down, I'm going to retire never if I don't build a second stream of income. I'm never going to leave a legacy for my children and grandchildren if I don't build a second stream of income. I'm never going to be able to quit working. I'm never going to have the time to save my marriage. Whatever it is that's causing pain in your life as a result of not having a second stream of income, write that down. Then write down a list of the positive reasons, such as more travel, more lovemaking, more working out, more charity, more. Write the positive list, too. All right, we'll talk more when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about the seven steps to get yourself to take action. Uh, We're on number five. You've got to get an effective strategy. In other words, again, referring to Tony Robbins, this one's kind of hard to explain until I get to the third point. So Tony Robbins describes a person running east because they want to see the sunset. They And they run hard. Then they buy a Ferrari so they can travel to the east even faster. Then they come to the coast, they get themselves a jet, and they fly east searching for that sunset. Are they ever going to see it? No, because the sunset's in the west. They didn't have an effective strategy. The way that I like to put it to my students is you have to give yourself permission to succeed. You have to give yourself permission to succeed. What you want to do is think about how you're making money right now. How do you make money? Is it a job? Is it self-employment? How are you making your money. That's called a vehicle. Can the vehicle you are in right now take you where you want to go financially? Can it? Can that job or self-employment take you where you want to go? Think of this. If you want to get to Australia would it be wise to buy the most expensive Ferrari there is to drive to Australia 
come on, it's, you know, 1,500, 2,000 horsepower, three electric engines, one gas engine, unbelievable vehicle. Are you ever going to make it to Australia? Nope. You cannot drive to Australia. What type of vehicles can get you to Australia? A jet or a boat? See, most of you are in vehicles that you know can never ever get you where you want to be financially, but you keep doing it. And this is a thing called hopelessness. It's when you say to yourself, I, I know this isn't working. I know it's not going to work. But I don't know what else to do. Face it, you've lost hope. And you're just going through the motions. Knowing the end in mind is retiring broke. See, you've got to give yourself permission to succeed by being in a vehicle that can take you where you want to be financially. Real estate is the most effective vehicle on the planet for building wealth. That's why it accounts for 70% of the millionaires in the U.S. The sixth step, write down your goals. Write down what you want out of life. Write down what you're trying to achieve. Listen, without written goals, you're only using 50% of your brain power. Go look this up. When your goals are just in your head, you're using the right or creative side of your brain. The left or logical side really doesn't get too involved. But the moment you take the action step of writing down your goals, the left side of your brain gets involved, doubling your brain power towards achieving your goals. Now, there's many, 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 many other reasons psychologically, emotionally, for writing down your goals. But for me, <laughs> that was all I needed to hear. So I can double my brain power just by writing down my goal. Done. I'm writing them down right now. Learned that from Zig Ziglar, by the way, when I was 16. So write down your goals. Don't be ashamed of what you want. Be proud of what you want. But write down everything that you want out of life. And then the seventh step to taking massive action, you got to be in a peak physical state. You must have the necessary energy and vitality. And we're talking about a peak state of mind and body. I tell the story a lot. One morning I had to call 20 of my friends who are all top dog investors, right? I needed to have an emergency meeting. It's probably, I mean, I was freaking out. And I think it was like 7.30 or 8 in the morning. I only got a hold of nine of them, nine of the 20. Guess where eight of them were? At the gym. 
And I bet the reason the other 11 didn't answer their phone was because they were at the gym. You have got to take care of yourself. You cannot do what we're talking about if you're a physical puke, you can't even walk up a flight of stairs without being winded. You're actually tired after a normal day's work. Any of you, I, I know people all the time that, ooh, I worked hard today, I'm pooped. No, you're out of shape. You're telling me you did a normal work day or even a big work day and you're pooped? What about energy to make love? What about energy to go see a movie? What about energy to go whatever? You don't have it. You've got to be in peak physical and mental state. You've got to have a positive attitude. You've got to hold your head up high. You've got to smile. You've got to laugh. You've got to exercise. You've got to take care of yourself. And I can't stress that enough. If you come look at the wall of syndicators at my office, you're going to see 20 posters. Show me one person out of shape. Not one. Not one. So those are the seven steps. Let's review them very quickly before the end of the show. One, you got to believe it. You got to believe it. Remember, the only way to achieve the impossible is to believe it is possible. Number two, stop shooting on yourself. Change those shoulds into musts if you want to succeed. Cultivate a burning desire. This is your why or purpose. What do you truly want out of life? Why do you want this money? I warn you again, it ain't the money. What do you want to do with that money? What will it mean to you? Number four, get leverage on yourself. Make that list of pain and make that list of pleasure. What pain will you experience if you don't build a second stream of income? And what pleasure will you get if you do? Make both those lists. Make sure you've got an effective strategy. And again, my sales pitch is, and this is why I chose real estate, 70% of the millionaires in the U.S. used it. Six, get your goals written down. There are hundreds of goal-setting workshops out there. You can find them on YouTube, wherever. Pick one and write down your stinking goals. And then get yourself in peak physical state. That's mind and body. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. And remember, leadership is by example. If you go through life obese, you go through and die, you know, 15 years early. What have you taught your kids? Oh, being obese is fine. Yeah, you died 15 years early, and so will they. So take care of yourself. And any questions or comments about this, maybe there's something you would like to add to this. Maybe I could say something a different way. Maybe you've heard a better quote than I used. Um, feel free to email me and share your ideas. I may add it to this workshop. Um, it's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. And if you want to learn how to apply this to your own personal life, 
you can attend our free sample class and see. It's only an hour long. But um, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com, and there's a free sample class there. You can watch it from home or you can watch it live. Remember, you do remember about twice as much from a live event as you do from watching it at home. So if you can get into the office in Houston, do so. If you're outside Houston or you can't make it to the office, don't use that as, as an excuse because you can watch it at home. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, click on the free sample class. Thank you all for listening. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.